it's a good morning everyone and uh, you're welcome to the economy zero podcast i remain your host gideon wakama and um, today we'll be talking about uh, food lately having a discussion with one of my friends um uh, there's a an issue that erupted no i'd rather say conclusion and what we concluded is this um no matter what your basic things of life and basic amenities of life and basic uh, properties characteristics of every day that everyone must possess and what this is saying is um no matter how you are no matter where the world is going no matter where things are going to be propelled to how the world is going to advance in technology um the innovation of the world the development of the world no matter what happens humans must eat that is very very inevitable and we're talking about some people who in their homes and in their houses they've got uh you know they've got lots of things to do they're always on their systems they're 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 quite comfortable okay they're rich comfortable and all that but at the end of the day they always ask a question what are we going to eat so i don't care how the bitcoin is going to appear i don't care how the economy is going to be or how the first world nations are going to turn out i don't care how um technology is going to advance we will not eat coin we will not eat um, paper or money. We won't eat that or we won't eat currency. No, that we won't eat. But rather, we're still going to eat food. Definitely. Every human being is going to be returned back onto the basis of eating food. And that's why it is very important because it is inevitable for we to live without food and water. No matter how advanced a person can be, He's not going to deny the fact that he won't eat. Staying with a couple of friends, I discovered the same thing. Um, uh, after lots of hours of walking, I know these guys they stay at the island, and after lots of hours of walking, I know they were still bent on ah, what are we going to eat today? I'm hungry because it is just so inevitable. Sometimes even when you forget, you know that you've forgotten. Okay, and then you're, you're questioning yourself. Oh, I need to eat. Oh, I need to eat. Because the human find it very, very uh, inevitable to dodge this measure taken by human existence and human uh, livelihood. Therefore, as a basic amenity, we need to work profusely on producing and the production of food. And... Uh, it is something I'm trying to ring on to you guys, something I'm trying to ring on to the ears of you all, of how essential this is. It's not something that um, we can just let pass by or something that we can just put aside. I am calling out to all the youths hearing this. If at all you've heard it, and I'm urging that food, which is very, very, very important, should be taken seriously about the economy zero and the plan that we are we're we are propelling 
is regathering ourselves so that we can amass a lot of lands. It's regathering ourselves so that we can walk, sacrifice, scrape from this crumbling economy and then invest in agriculture. It's a one-time sacrifice. The minute we do that and in the minute we get the land and start planting and start um, cultivating and start, you know, taking care of our farmlands and, and all. It's just as if we're coming all together to pay tithe. And when paying that tithe, we are propelling the money or propelling whatever resources that we have into agriculture. It's like projects upon projects, projects upon projects. So it is something that it is quite inevitable. And if we all come together to do that, we all come together to achieve that one goal. We come together to um, uh, walk on that. So all hands on deck, everybody walking, everybody trying to reach, um, trying to work and to get something so that they can all contribute. I might not really be listened to. And I was discussing with a friend. I was discussing with a friend. And while I was discussing with that friend, he told me something. He said, that we need men of influence now i may not really be listened to or really be influential but i feel that my lifestyle is enough to model what i'm talking about model the economy i'm talking about i have been living this way in order to train children and to train kids about the economy to come and checking my profiling it speaks completely of what the economy zero is all about i'm training these kids about the economy to come I'm training teenagers about the economy to come and bringing them together in order for them to understand how unity, love and sacrifice can actually go a long way just in case, just in case our own generation should fail. And so he said if a pastor or a general overseer talk to the congregation, uh, speaks to the congregation and asks them to bring out um, a certain amount of contribution on a monthly basis, that people will easily do that. Therefore, it is more of religion and tradition that people listen to. We are not ready to take it on, on our own. We're not ready to. You will rather pay to some institution where they build schools you cannot afford or pay to some institution where they build um, houses that you, you cannot even rent you as a member, but you'd rather drop your money there instead of dropping or contributing to a movement, contributing to a purpose that will last forever a purpose that will create opportunities not for only you but for your children as well a purpose and a sacrifice that will create opportunities for the children and the children to come this is a sacrifice a sacrifice that we are laying hold of a sacrifice that we are putting our hands on a sacrifice that will last forever a sacrifice that breeds up sustainability a sacrifice that will keep on holding uh, the trends of development together a sacrifice that our children will take over a sacrifice that that the proper education is being instilled in other kids of the next generation is sacrifice that we all will partake in. It is not everyone. It is not one man's land, but it is everyone's land, rather. It is everyone's farm. And we cannot sell back to ourselves something that we all planted, something that we all own. If 50 million people come together, it, it means that we own the entire country just that fraction 0. that's 25 percent of the population just 50 million people coming together 
a 25% of the economy of the, uh, the population of the country is well good enough to build up this country. We can do this. It's not hard. The Lord has blessed us with a land that is so fertile and, and, and black in its nourishment. It's a black, black, fertile green land and the, the Lord has blessed us with it. Coming together to plant, coming together to put things in order, coming together to put a seed in the soil, to plant trees, to go have our go green movement, to, to, to plant food and increase the scale of production of food in order that we can make it more available. And when there's so much availability, what happens to the cost? It drops. That is the target. We amass a lot of land in various places everywhere that we can. Surely you want change and you want to fight. I don't think this movement is an option. We're not asking you to join. It's not a it's not it's not a cool quest. It's a compulsory fact. You have to join. You have to hold hands together with that person you call an enemy. Walk together and make this a reality. Because we're not just going to provide food and make it available for people. Imagine going home and you're able to use five thousand or you're able to use two thousand to go to the market and shop a lot of groceries they were able to use 2000 and go to the market and shop on a lot of things this is something that we are sacrificing for 10 years i see we still have three more years to run the campaign to gather a lot of youth onto this movement so i want it everywhere i want you youths to hold your hands together because we cannot fail our generation the same way our fathers and grandfathers and great-grandfathers have failed us we cannot do that we can what we can do is work on the future instead of blaming the past we can still do something that is quite more available we can do something that is solution wise we can still work more on the future instead of dwelling on the past and seeing how the past has Encraged us and infringed us of our, our moral rights and infringed us of our, our basic amenities that we are meant to receive as humans, our humanitarian welfare being stripped off us because uh, we, we tend to listen more to political oratory and we tend to listen more to, to religious treachery than the factual things. No matter how you pray for water to go into your system, if you don't stand up to drink the water, you're on your own. Even Abba Father will be looking down on you. He won't do anything. There are things that are just humanly possible that we have to do ourselves. This is not about praying. A lot of people are praying that the next uh, president or the next person that is going to come on the seat is going to be God-fearing and all that. But they've not even gotten their PVC yet. But they are praying. They are praying and casting demons not to sit on the seat of the presidential election or the or, or the presidential candidate they are casting lots that's what i'll call it they're gambling on their fate they write an actual ways to go get a pvc but instead no they sit down and pray 
like you see that and pray for water to get into your system you have to drink water for water to get into your system it's not the other way around so please i urge you i urge every youth listening to this i urge every youth listening to my voice right now i urge every youth please we need to hold hands together we need to unite This is just basic amenity one. We can grab our hands together. We can buy the land. We can start planting. We can create employment for ourselves. As people are sacrificing, we're employing the other fraction of other people that will help maintain the land. We can have lots of food production. And voila. We start to sell within ourselves and build markets in every 774 local governments. We build our own central market. We can do all this because it is humanly possible. And if it is humanly possible, then we can do it. They are just practical approach that we must take measures to. Practical approach. Nothing more, nothing less. It's not about prayers. It's about action. It's our time we start taking action. This is Economy Zero. Let's come together. Let's unite. Let's sacrifice and put love onto the children that are coming forward. Because we need to create a home for them. Let's put love onto ourselves for the future. What about when we turn 40 years old or 45 or 50? How do you want to leave? Where do you want to leave? You want to travel to America or Canada? Is that where you want to leave? You want to, you want to go to Australia? Is that where you want to leave? You think when you die, they won't transport your body back to the country? Your body is going to be a condiment of crude oil. Your body is going to be one of back to our natural resources. Your body is actually going to pump all those things as fuel because your body will be brought back to Africa. This is where you're going to be buried. Why don't you make your home a home? My think is a joke, but very soon we're going to be turning 40 and very soon we'll be turning 45 or 50. And yet, we don't have a place we call a home. Why don't we just build our home and make it worthwhile? Why don't we build our home? That in our sick beds or in our old age, we can dance and force around. We can have fun. We can beat our chest and say, we fought for this and we created this. We fought for humanitarian welfare and that's what the Economy Zero is all about. See you in the next episode. Peace.